You're listening to a download from the ABC. For more information, go to abc.net.au slash Newcastle. I think uh, that probably most people in the region love my next guest as well. And I said to her just a few minutes ago, do you feel like you've grown up on the radio station? I think she does, Catherine Britt. Hello. Hello. My <laughs> headphones aren't working. Aren't they? <laughs> oh. But yes, this is my second home. I've, I was saying to you, I've probably done about 100 interviews since I was probably 10. I kept coming in here and, and being invited in here, which is another good thing. So. Well, you, you always come in too, <laughs> which is nice. Back. I'm so lucky. The more successful <laughs> and the more starstruck we all become, um, you keep coming in, which is lovely. Thank you. You've Thanks been so busy. Me. I have been. Um, this year's been pretty full on, actually. I, I First year I've kind of spent at home in the last six years. I've kind of been over in Nashville pretty much 11 months of every year. Um, and I've got to come home and just spend time with the family and spend a ridiculous amount of time in Newcastle, and which I love. Um, and I got to be here for the whole footy season, which I was very <laughs> excited about. It's been a long time since that happened. Um, but seriously, it's, it's been wonderful. And I've, I've been touring so much that this weekend, I think, is my first weekend off this year that I've had. So I'm going to go to a movie. I'm going to wake up and have Sunday brekkie on Beaumont Street. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Bit of a sleep in. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell me about Nashville. Um, well, Nashville's, you know, it's so different to anything really that we have here in Australia. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. It's such a different place, America. Um, but especially the South, you know, that where I was living was right along the Bible Belt um, of America. So it was um, a very conservative town. Um, beautiful people, beautiful food. Oh, God, the food was amazing. <laughs> um, but just really different, you know, really different mentality, really different um Menners and um, mannerisms, and um, it was just really strange. I don't know. At times, I felt really out of place, but at other times, I had made so many great friends that you know it kind of felt like home. But mm. I never really felt like it it fit. You know, properly. it is quite culturally different to different. to Newcastle. So, how do you think that affects you? What do you take on board? Like you mentioned yeah. manners, and I, yeah. I I can imagine that perhaps as you've as you've become older, that you've gone. You know, this is this is a good thing. I can actually, I, I'm gonna, you know. Learn whereas something. Australians are so laid back, and we take insult as a form of compliment and yeah. addressing each other. <laughs> so different. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it's something I was having a chat to one of the Chaser Boys about not so long ago, actually. Yeah. Whereas in Australia, calling someone a buffhead's a term of endearment. Yeah. Americans don't do that. No. They they, they don't start their formal address with. Uh, with with an insult. Yeah. So is is that some ways where you've you've been at? Because I would I think I would have looked at being in that situation as going, this is a lovely thing that I can actually acquire a little bit of. What have, um, what have you acquired? Well, I guess you know I moved there at seventeen, and at that age, um, I believe that my dad who's a psychologist, told me at some stage or another um, that between 16 and 22 or something are the, are the years where you pick up accents the most. So I have the worst accent in the world. So I acquired an accent. Uh, it's like half American, half Australian. But you know, only when you think about it. Only because when I think until, about it. until you thought about it, there wasn't a trace of it. Oh, God, good. That's, yeah. that's the best news I've had ever. Everyone always teases me. I have three older brothers and... They tease me so badly about being an American and I, I hate it. But anyway, so I picked up a lot of that and, and um, you know, I guess little slang words and stuff like that. But as far as menace and stuff goes, if you don't, you won't have any friends. I mean, you really had to um, learn not to say God and learn not to say um, 
just little things like um, I things don't know, that you things don't I can't even probably say think on, about here. Yeah, that it's just really silly things and and just mean nothing and are not even close to a swear word in the Australian language, you know. Mm, but mm. over there, it's like horrifying, you know. Um, bloody, you know, that's mm. that's horrifying to them. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I had to sort of learn to stop saying all that stuff. But to be really honest with you, ever since I've been home, I've gotten right back into it. <laughs> You've cut loose. Oh gosh, I'm right back in the swing of things. Yeah, it's horrible. But it allows you, as a as a young woman, as you mentioned, yeah. you were 17, an observation and an entree to other people and another culture yeah. that the majority of young Aussies never get. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, and I'm really grateful for that. I learnt so much being over there, especially kind of being over there alone, you know, and having to learn to, to be alone and, and grow up and um, take care of myself and do mm. my own washing and cooking and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it really threw me in the deep end and, and that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Bring yourself so. up. Do your family think you've done a good job of raising yourself? <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. <laughs> no. Is there, it sometimes seems like I, I often jokingly refer to the Central Coast Country Music Mafia because it yeah. seems like eventually Gosh, everybody yeah. ends up there. Do we have a little Australian country music mafia in Nashville? I get the impression that we do. A little bit, yeah. Um, everyone still hangs out and is very supportive. Um, you know, Jed Hughes, who's um, a guy from Australia, who was raised in corn, incredible talent, lives in Nashville. I hang out with him a lot and write with him. I actually have a song on this record I wrote with him. And um, Keith Urban, of course, is... Um, you know, we all we all just kind of support each other and um, I guess hang out a little bit. You know, Keith's obviously incredibly busy these days, but he came in and played on the new album, which I was absolutely stoked about. Um, I'm trying to think who else is there. There's a lot of songwriters and stuff um, mm. in Nashville, and yeah, everyone just kind of sticks together a little bit. And even if we don't see each other for months, we always know we have that support. Um, I know it sounds a little bit silly, but you know that sort of I guess family. Like there. when Morgan went over and so on, and so it's this wonderful opportunity to go and work with yeah. with people on on a craft. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and you know it, it is good because a lot of um, Australians visit Nashville as well. I ended up becoming the um, the house that everybody came and stayed at. I was like, I was like this refuge for Australians. So I had everybody coming and staying with me, songwriters and artists and, you know, Adam Harvey and all that sort of stuff would come over and write and stay with me. So it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My studio guest is Catherine Brett, who is going to be uh, joining us tonight at the 12.33 ABC Newcastle Music Awards. Tickets are still available, so come and join us. She's presenting an award, probably the country music one, you'd assume, wouldn't you? And <laughs> uh, We could get you to do alternative. That'd yeah, be fun. I wouldn't mind. That'd be kind of cool. 49291977, and she'll be performing tonight as well. So where are you up to with albums now with releases yeah um well i released a ep when i was 14 and then i've released three albums since then so this is my third album the one that's out right now so yeah I'm is old. It, <laughs> I've got lots of albums out. <laughs> oh, stop it, you, for heaven's sake. like vintage. Is it something, when you think back to that first EP, mm. and I think all of us think of you as this, you know, confident, <laughs> confident young girl that yeah. came into the studio. Yeah. Does it become easier to believe in yourself and in the words that you write and the music that you compose? Do you uh, have less doubts now? Hmm. That's, that's a good question. I... I I don't know. You know, I, you, you have so many ups and downs in the music industry and, and my specific path and career has been so different to anybody else I associate with. Um, you know, in the music industry, I kind of tell my story and it's just so different from everybody else because I just had such a strange 
path, I guess. Um, you know, I never would have guessed that I get to go to Nashville and um, meet Elton John and do a song and, and go and be signed to that record label. And, you know, that that was so wonderful and such a fairy tale story. And I was so grateful. But there were so many things that came with that that were that were so hard. You know, um, I guess um, I don't know. I just I can't explain it. But, you know, it, it gets easier and you go, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all right. I'm pretty good. And then all of a sudden you get knocked down and somebody says you're awful or you lose your record deal or you get, you know, some old people get up and walk out of your gig or something and you know and and, and it brings you back down to earth you know immediately Mm, and you go maybe mm. i'm not that great you know and you have to keep working i think artists are are somewhat tortured all the time you know especially really creative um artists are just constantly tortured in their soul you know and they're they're never happy and they're never good enough and they're never um sort of is that the desire to please everybody probably you just want to make everybody well we're entertainers you know Mm. we get up there and we want people to like us and if they don't we're you know pretty devastated so it just takes one person to get up and walk out of a show absolutely even though the other you know Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I just did a show recently in a little country town in, a, in Australia, and um, it was actually part of the Telstra to Tamworth. So it wasn't actually a Catherine Britt show, but um, I was a special guest. And there's a lot of um, older people in the audience, and um, I have a lot of older fans, you know, because I sing a lot of old country stuff, and they love all that sort of Hank Williams and stuff, and I love that as well. So I've always had some old country fans. Um, but I guess with the new album and stuff and, and being young, I do have a lot of young fans as well. And they mm. kind of dominated the dance floor and took over. And all of a sudden, a couple of um, old people got up and left. And I felt so upset, you know. And I, I'm thinking, gosh, I should be really enjoying this because there's so many wonderful people down the front just loving this. But those two people that got up and left just, you know, it it messes with your head constantly. And maybe that's just, I don't know, the artist in me. But What, what would your <laughs> psychologist dad say about dealing with that? Um, I don't know. He'd probably say, don't worry about it. That's so silly. Just enjoy who's there to enjoy mm. you. And it's probably best that they do get up and leave because they're not going to buy your record and they're not obviously interested in your music. So, you know, so you can't afford an emotional investment in them. I guess not, you know. But you can't help that. But you always want everyone to love you. That's right. Absolutely. And that's such an entertainer's way of thinking. So, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> My silly. studio. No, no, it's not. I know what it is. when someone rings up here and says, oh, that bloody woman doesn't have... You know, it's like, yeah. oh, oh, I've upset someone. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. I want to go, go, go home now. <laughs> My guest is Catherine Britt here at 12.33 ABC News. Newcastle and 95.9 FM Port Stephens. What are the pressures on a young woman of your age um, compared in in an area like country music compared Mm. to say pop music or or acting or the the Hollywood? Hollywood. Yeah. They've got to be super thin. They've Mm. got to make sure they've got the perfect nose and Mm. the I mean there's so many of them who are famous for just nothing being really. beautiful or or, or falsely beautiful yeah um, what are what are the pressures on you in your area of music well it's a lot worse in america um you know i have a lot of young artist friends in nashville um up and coming artists and um i watch them every day you know starve themselves and and they're told by the record labels and they're told by their managers and stuff that you know you, you need just just 10 pounds just 10 more pounds you know or whatever and they're starving themselves they're walking on treadmills during the day non-stop and um you know i definitely dealt with that i had a few little eating disorders and things like that because of management um and record labels and and it's sometimes they don't even need to say it it's just everybody around you is so skinny and perfect and beautiful that you feel and weird (laughs) you feel the pressure anyway you know somebody doesn't really have to say it you just have to know 
I mean, you just have to look around you and you're in the music business and you're in the public eye and everybody's competing to be better looking. And um, and it's silly, you know. I've kind of gotten to a stage now in my life where um, I've just accepted who I am and the way I am. And, you know, and I think that's the best place to be. You've just got to get over it. You when know, when you yourself. are surrounded by a group of similarly aged young women, but yeah. the ones who have succumbed to those pressures, okay. So you're yeah. surrounded by a bunch of American size zeros or smaller. Mm. Mm. Are any of them actually happy or are they stressed to the back teeth? Mm. I can't imagine that they're happy. They're hungry. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, that I know they're hungry. Um, I don't know. You know, a lot of the time, you know, they're, they're tortured as well. But um, I guess um, they're always unhappy with their weight, whether they're thin or not. And they're always kind of competing to be thinner and um you know, the majority of the people I know in the American music industry, the more successful they are, the more unhappy they are and the more lonely they are, mm. you know, and I just would look at these people who I wanted to be like, you know, and I'd go, wow, I just really don't want to be that. What That's about horrible. the party, 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 the drugs, the alcohol? You mentioned Keith Urban. He has had his yeah. well-publicized battles yeah. with his health issues as well. How hard is it to just go, I'm pretty cool in my own brain space? Yeah. Thanks. Well, look, that's only a recent thing for me too. Um, I just went through a lot of really hard stuff last year in Nashville and, and came home and, and that, that's brought me to a stronger place now. That's only a recent thing, you know, that I've come to a happy you know, everything in moderation medium. Um, but, you know, prior to that, I definitely had my, you know, big nights. And I've written a song on this album about it called What I Did Last Night. Um, I don't even remember what I did last night. Um, and that's about drinking. And, and, you know, I was young and I was in Nashville and I was alone. So I had a lot of fun and a lot of bad times and a lot of too much to drink. But thankfully, I never got into drugs. I'm really glad of that because in all honesty, I had... I wonder if I would have, you know, liked it a little bit too much. So I stayed away from it my whole life and um, I've never really been subjected to it. I've never been in a room where I've been offered it either. So mm. I've kind of been really lucky, maybe the right places or something, because I know it's very popular, especially in country music, very, very popular. It's funny, I, I'm old enough to be your mother and about 20 odd years ago when I was working for a major international record company yeah. and it was all there. Yeah. And I can remember, you just said something that reminds me of myself where I, I said, I suspect I might like that a little bit too much. Yeah. So I'd best not go there. Yeah. No, it's just so dangerous, isn't it? You um, fabulously sensible young woman, you. <laughs> I had good parents, definitely. Oh, dear. All right, well, I suppose we should let you sing for us. Yeah, I What are you do doing? Because you've come armed. Well, yes, I have been sitting here with a guitar. Um, all right, well, this is called Not Your Cinderella. Lovely. For more information, go to abc.net.au slash Newcastle.